Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, May 1st, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. Walmart confirmed plans to launch a new grocery service called Express, which would provide two-hour or less grocery delivery for an additional $10 fee on top of standard delivery fees. The service has been in testing in 100 U.S. stores since mid-April, and Walmart plans to expand it to 1,000 stores by early May, expanding to more than 2,000 in the coming weeks after. Express delivery slots will be available when traditional delivery isn't available same day or even days out, but Walmart says it will not push back standard delivery orders to make capacity for Express. A new survey conducted by the University of Maryland and the Washington Post finds that nearly three in five Americans are either unable or unwilling to use Google and Apple's new COVID-19 infection alert systems currently in development, which may impact the app's effectiveness. Of the 82% of surveyed Americans who have smartphones, around 50% say they definitely or probably would use such an app. Willingness among those reporting they are worried about getting sick is obviously higher. 59% of survey respondents said they would be comfortable using the app to broadcast to others if they did test positive for COVID-19. A recent study by epidemiologists at Oxford University estimated that 60% of an area's general population would need to use contact tracing apps that notify users of exposure, along with other tactics, such as broader testing and the quarantining of the most vulnerable people, in order for the app to effectively contain the virus. Facebook has started allowing some contract content reviewers to return to work in its content review centers in San Francisco and Austin. Returning to work is voluntary, and offices will have reduced capacity. Returning contractors will also be given personal protective equipment and have their temperature checked at the beginning of their shift. Offices will be deep cleaned at the end of shifts. Epic Games announced the cancellation of the 2020 Fortnite World Cup, citing the limitations of cross-region online competition, making it impossible. The company will continue to support third-party events, but these and all other first-party Fortnite events will remain online until further notice. 
In an interview with CNBC, Xbox chief Phil Spencer said the launch of the Xbox Series X is still on schedule for a holiday 2020 release, but that game production was a bigger unknown. Some titles for the console, like Wasteland 3 and Minecraft Dungeons, have already been delayed due to work disruptions from COVID-19, with Halo Infinite, the only first-party title, confirmed to launch with the Xbox Series X. Microsoft is hosting an online event next week to highlight third-party games for the console. Microsoft also opened registration for its virtual build conference, making registration free for all attendees. The event will feature opening remarks by CEO Satya Nadella, the usual keynotes to start the conference with a 48-hour workshop streamed on Twitch. The 48-hour event will start May 19th at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. The in-person build conference required a $2,395 entry fee last year. In Q1, Apple reported earnings per share of $2.55 on revenue of $58.31 billion, beating analyst expectations. The beat was buoyed by strong sales in both services and wearables. Services revenue increased 16.5% to $13.4 billion, with CEO Tim Cook stating that the company will meet its goal of doubling 2016 services revenue in 2020. According to CFO Luca Maestri, Apple Music and Cloud Services set revenue records in the quarter, with strong double-digit paid subscriber growth for Apple TV+, Apple Arcade, and Apple News+. Wearables revenue increased 23% of the year to $6.3 billion iPhone, iPad, and Mac sales decreased 7, 10, and 3% respectively. Amazon reported it earned $5.01 per share in Q1 on revenue of $75.5 billion, missing on analyst earnings estimates of $6.25 per share. AWS revenue grew 33% of the year to $10 billion. Subscription revenue, that includes Prime and Amazon Video, increased 28% to $5.56 billion, while other revenue, which mostly includes ad revenue, increased 44% to $3.91 billion. On the earnings call, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos said the company will take its estimated Q2 $4 billion operating profit on COVID-19-related expenses, like getting products to customers and keeping employees safe. Of this, Amazon said $300 million will be invested in the company's COVID-19 testing capabilities. The company also announced it obtained 100 million face masks that will be required for all associates, drivers, and support staff, as well as 1,000 thermal cameras and 31,000 thermometers to do mandatory daily temperature checks for frontline workers. Reddit's vice president of product and community, Alex Lee, announced that the company rolled back the release of its Start Chatting feature, which was just released on April 30th. Lee cited several errors with the launch, including a bug that would show a start chatting button on all subreddits, even those not part of the initial rollout. Lee also said that Reddit will give subreddit moderators the ability to opt out of having the feature appear in their communities. In a statement to The Verge, Reddit said that they will reassess our rollout plan and evolve the product to meet the needs of our community. The Video Electronic Standards Association, or VISA, issued the spec for DisplayPort Alt Mode 2.0 that lets USB 4 offer the DisplayPort 2.0 functions, which include 4K displays at 144Hz with HDR, 8K displays at 60Hz with HDR, and 16K displays at 60Hz with compression. Devices that support DisplayPort Alt Mode 2.0 should start arriving next year. The board of ICANN voted to reject the sale of the .org registry to Ethos Capital, citing concerns on how Ethos would use the registry to pay down the $300 million in debt the acquisition would require. The Internet Society currently manages the .org public internet registry and announced plans for the sale back in November. The deal also faced scrutiny from California Attorney General Javier Becerra, as well as several ICANN founding members. 
And finally, Plex announced that it added movies and TV shows from Crackle to its ad-supported streaming service in the U.S. Plex launched the service back in December, and in the announcement said that it's working on new partnerships to add further content to the free service. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.